Hey there, King of Kings family. Welcome into another episode of Beyond Sunday Sermons. Uh, we're switching things up a little bit. Super, super excited about this. We've been producing Beyond Sunday Sermons for over a year now, but we're going on about a monthly cadence. We're switching that up. We're going to be putting out a new podcast every week. So you'll get the chance to listen to an awesome message at Can Kings on Sunday. And then we're going to do response podcast where we kind of dive just a little bit deeper into, you know, some things that uh, we noticed about the message, you know, some things that we really liked, some takeaways that we had. This is going to be an excellent time to build upon the great things that we learn on Sunday. Uh, my voice, I'm Dan Hoppen. I am the director of Connect Groups here at Can Kings. And joining me as always, Caleb Hack. Welcome, man. Thanks, Dan. It's so great to be here. I am the kids director here at King of Kings, and uh, it's an honor to be on uh, the podcast with you now regularly for this whole year. I know. We're, we're co-hosts, so if you don't like us, too bad. You got to put up with us now. Get no, used to. I, I, I kid you, but this this is going to be a really fun time, and and I just I think that we have a great message to dive into this new series in this new format today because we're talking about the Lord's Prayer. I mean, what's more applicable than that? Mm. Uh, Greg just gave a great message um, on January seventh about the Lord's pr- Prayer, where he kind of broke it down a little bit into different pieces and kind of examined, pulled uh, verses from different parts of the Bible to support, you know, kind of what Jesus is instructing us to do in the Lord's Prayer. And and I really liked that because, I mean, the Lord's Prayer is amazing, but mm. we've said it and prayed it so many times. I think I could recite that thing in my sleep. And so yeah. many times when I say it, I don't even think about it. I'm just almost, my brain just goes into autopilot. So for Greg to slow down and say, no, no, let's take this apart piece by piece and examine it, I thought was just really helpful. Hmm. Was it helpful for you to have it broken down line by line into different components? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I've done that a few times in my own life with um, different faith milestone programs I did other places. And uh, I remember we would always do the first grade Lord's Prayer. So I got to do the same kind of thing where we break it down. And, you know, sometimes we think about just those pieces of it that we relate to or like, we're like, oh, I don't necessarily want to talk about that part or pray that part or whatever, but to, to hear it in the way that Greg talked about it this weekend was awesome. And I think this is just a great time to start with this right now when we're coming into the new year. It's, um, you know, the 21 days of prayer is, is our current series. And so I think, you know, people talk about resolutions or what, what are their hopes and dreams for the new year? And I think prayer can be a huge part of that. So I'm really excited for, uh, this message that we just get to talk about today and the upcoming ones as well. Absolutely. So let's dive right in and we're going to start with the big question. What's going to last from this message beyond Sunday for you? Yeah, there's a, there was a lot of things that I think I took away from this message. There's some things that really stuck out with me. I think the first thing that was really cool that stuck out to me that Greg talked about was how, uh, he would wash his hands and, and, and say the Lord's prayer, you know, whenever he's washing his hands, just kind of make a habit out of it that way. I think I don't always think about that. Like, you know, sometimes I don't know what to pray about, or I don't make it a, a really good habit to, to pray regularly sometimes. And, it's easy to remember like, Hey, we do have this prayer that Jesus specifically taught us that we can just pray. And you know, that's, uh, that's uh, super amazing. You know, so we have that opportunity to, to pray that prayer at any time. So I'm going to take that away. I think it'll be 
a, a lot better for my own spiritual habits to just make that a part of my rhythm. It could be something I do, I mean, when I'm washing my hands or, you know, any other time as well. Yeah, that lesson's good for hygiene too. Absolutely. I usually wash my hands for like three, <laughs> I think we three all, seconds. We Greg all learned how much we really need to wash our hands the last few years. But Yes, uh, <laughs> yes, absolutely. Uh, anything else? Um, yeah, I think um, it was really cool as the a part of this message, just how um, he had Julie come in and read all those verses that tied in specifically to the Lord's Prayer. And um, some of those were, were super amazing. But I think what stood out to me is that, you know, we can pray scripture. Um, again, when we don't know how to pray or what to say, we can search the scriptures, you know, for each of these pieces. It was amazing to have, okay, here's the scriptural background to why Jesus is giving us this prayer. And so looking at the scripture and praying, um, the words that are written there is going to be huge. I agree. I, I'd never really considered that until a couple of years ago, praying scripture. Mm. And then uh, a, a pastor on staff, Roger Timer, introduced that concept to me. And I'm just like, well, yeah, if, mm. you know, th- this is the word that's been inspired by God, what could I say that would be more meaningful or more impactful than this? So, yeah, I mean, there are times, obviously God loves hearing from us. And, you know, wants to hear our thoughts, wants to hear our opinions and everything. But also sometimes you just, mm-hmm. you can just come to him. And like you said, you just take pieces out mm-hmm. of scripture and just praise him. Thank him for who he is. That was a, that was a really cool insight. For yeah. Sure. Yeah. And if you don't know like what scripture to look into, I mean, we've got Google, like it's that yeah. easy. <laughs> You're like, I use it all the time and I, I work at the church. I'm like, Hey, what's a Bible verse about hope or about you know, prayer even, or, or, or whatever you're going through. And, and that's an easy way to find something like, here's a scripture that ties into that. I can pray that. For sure. Yeah. I, I, I do that probably three or four times yeah, yeah. a day. <laughs> my, my Google search history is just all Bible verse about X. So very, very holy of you, Dan. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I don't know about that. I should know scripture more myself. Uh, I, I really loved how, I mean, Greg broke it down into each individual piece. And like you said, he brought uh, scripture in to support everything. Hmm. I loved what he had to say about God the Father. Hmm. And the concept of God being our Father is not exactly new. That's been, you know, drilled into us. You know, we understand God is our Father. Uh, We got God God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. But there were just ways that Greg described it that I thought I found... I thought were really helpful. Like it, it just, it kind of boggles my mind because, you know, God is obviously the all powerful ruler of the universe. He created me. He knows everything about me. He deserves every ounce of my adoration, but at the same time, like he's my dad Mm. and like, I can, you know, like high five him and like celebrate with him and have hard talks Mm -hmm. with him. Like, I really started thinking about this in terms of my earthly father mm. uh, yesterday. Like whenever something comes up in my life, usually the first person I go to is my dad, especially growing up. Like if I get a, did I get a flat tire? Call dad. Am I having, you know, trouble with girls or, you know, I need help relationship advice? Call dad. Uh, frustrations with my basketball team? Call dad. Need any life advice? Call dad. When I got in my first car accident when I was 16, 
I was terrified. I was so scared. And the very first thing I did was I called my dad and he talked me down. He was just like, you know what? We're going to be okay. This isn't great, but we're going to get through this. And as amazing as my earthly dad is, and I love him so much, he's done such a good job raising me. How much greater is God the father at doing that job? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. That stood out to me too is, you know, that intimate relationship with God is like that of a father and child. Um, And it it really stood out to me what Greg said about dads being the primary passer on of the faith. I think that's the way he put it. Uh, And I see that so much in my life. You know, my dad worked at a church and then was a pastor and, and I basically stepped into the same role he was in as a director of Christian education. And then, um, now I have that opportunity to be a father myself and it's like, okay, what am I doing in my spiritual role as father to pass on the faith to my, to my daughter now? Um, you know, we read the Bible, we read stories, we pray, and it's like, that is the relationship that God wants with us is that loving, caring father. And not everybody has that, which is sad, but we do all have that in God, which is amazing. So I wanted to get your perspective on this because it's different than mine. My wife and I, we don't have kids yet, but uh, you and April, you've got six six months old? She's six months old Six now. months yes. old. Yeah. O- o- Olivia, Olivia, she's an absolute sweetheart. <laughs> how has, and, and maybe it hasn't, but how has or has not your perspective on God the Father changed mm. now that you're a father yourself? Yeah, there's just, I mean, there's there's no like sudden realization. It's like we had a baby and it's like, okay, now I'm a father and I just start doing it. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how, how it worked out somehow it is so far. Um, but just every opportunity that I have to tell, uh, my little girl that I love her, like I come home, I I'm like, I love you. I love you all the time. I'm always, you know, kissing her face, trying to make her laugh. Like, and just how much she needs is what stands out to me too, you know, and she can't do anything for herself yet. She's six months old, but, <laughs> but you know, we put so much care tenderness effort into, you know, keeping her alive and showing her how much we love her, um, and, and that her needs are met. Um, so, so that's how, how God treats us as well. Like he wants to meet our needs. He knows what we need. You know, my daughter doesn't know what she needs. She's crying all the time. It's like, did you need a diaper? Did you need food? Did you need to sleep? I like, what, what is it that you need? Sometimes I don't even know, but God does know. And, and that's what's standing out to me right now too. And I think that was brought up in the message as well is just like, what, what do we need? Like, what are our, our basics need, basic needs, our daily bread? How are those things being met? Um, and how are we praying for those? And I love that you bring that up because in, in the comparison with your daughter is just, it's, it's fascinating because she cries because mm-hmm. she thinks that she has needs that need to be met. And sometimes they don't need to be met. And that's the same with us. Like there are times where, <clears throat> you know, something happens in my life that just seems devastating. I didn't get the job that I wanted or my performance review went really bad or I just had, you know, I, you know. There's there's a raise that I wanted that I didn't get. I don't know why I'm going all work related <laughs> things. I promise. I love working at King and King. Super happy here. We're we're grateful <laughs> to be here. <laughs> uh, but but we we ask God for specific things and we say, God, I need this. And a lot of times that answer is not going to be yes, you do need this. Mm-hmm. But that answer is going to be no. 
actually, I know something that you need that is way better than you even thought that you needed. And so it's kind of the same like with Olivia, you know, she'll, she'll cry if she thinks she needs to be held or if she thinks she needs food. And sometimes that will be right. And mm-hmm. sometimes it's not. But you as a dad mm-hmm. often have that knowledge. God as a father always has that knowledge mm-hmm. of what we need. Well, there's those those basic kind of psychological needs or, you know, in, in, in popular psychology, we talk about like Maslow's hierarchy of needs, right? And the mm-hmm. very, very basics of that, you know, shelter, food, like we, we are getting what we need in the most basic sense. God's going to provide that. Um, and you know, whether or not we think we need more than that, you know, it's really dependent on what God is telling us that we really need. And sometimes we don't listen to him, which is the flip side of prayer, right? You know, we pray the Lord's prayer, but we need to take time to listen too. Mm-hmm. And the point of it being of coming to God daily, mm-hmm. I think is so important. Um, Greg tied it back to the Old Testament with the Israelites you know, after they'd been released from Egyptian bondage and they were uh, in the desert, they needed something to eat. And so they asked God and he gave them this bread-like substance called manna Mm -hmm. and it would appear every morning. And he specifically told them, don't try and gather this up because I'm going to give it to you every day. So of course, the Israelites, Mm -hmm. knowing them, they tried to save a bunch of it and it got moldy and rotten immediately. Well, not immediately, but at the end of the day, because God said, this is only good for a day. But then they wake up the next day and there's more manna. Mm. And then they wake up the next day and there's more manna. And every day that was there for them without fail. Mm-hmm. And that's what God offers us. Maybe not physical bread, but we can come to him every single day and he will give us exactly what we need. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's amazing. And that, you know, the funny thing on Sunday, I had a, a young kid in our kids ministry come up to me and he had some torn up paper on a notebook and he was like, I've got some manna for you. I was like, (laughs) I didn't know where that came from. I hadn't heard the message yet, but it was, it it was amazing. And, and to think that, Hey, you know, God's providing for me, whether it's, you know, in the humor of a kid bringing in his own manna or, or what we actually need, God's going to provide it. Um, and so being able to pray that to fall back on the Lord's prayer and, um, our daily habits is huge. Exactly. So looking at application, how moving forward, how do you think you're going to apply this message to your life? What's what's like an actionable takeaway you're coming away from this weekend mm-hmm. with? Yeah. Yeah. I think um, what I really want to do is spend more time with the daily habits. So we have some amazing ways that we've started to incorporate that here with our King of Kings app. Um, So I know we're going through the 21 days of prayer right now in the King of Kings app. You can pray for others. Um, There's a daily devotion, which I believe you help write. Is that correct? I do write that. That's amazing. And so the daily devotion is going to be an awesome way to start my day in there. That's kind of going to be a way to apply that. Um, And then just spend more time um, reflecting on the Lord's prayer and maybe coming up with a way to utilize that in my everyday life. Real quick on the app, and this is not just a plug because it's King of Kings and mm-hmm. it's and it's our thing, but I that prayer function is so mm-hmm. cool because anyone can submit prayer mm-hmm. requests and then it shows you their picture and it says and you can you can make the prayer public or you can keep it private to a specific group of people. But I mean, I'm praying for people every day for needs that I didn't know existed, mm-hmm. and without fail, every time that I enter a prayer request in there. 
I've had somebody follow up with me, mm-hmm. whether it's someone on staff or in the congregation who will come up and be like, hey, I saw, you know, you asked for, you know, provision mm-hmm. this weekend. How are you doing? Like, yeah. is everything okay? Just like, it's just such a great way to connect people and and help help you realize what's going on in people's lives and how how blessed you are too. Mm-hmm. And I, I like the the idea of just finding ways to incorporate the Lord's prayer into into daily life where it's, you know, maybe it's washing hands, maybe it's the first thing you do when you're getting your car in the morning or something, but just having that intentionality of coming to God and saying, Okay, this is how you taught me to pray. Let's mm-hmm. do it. Yeah. Yeah. So how about you? Do you come up with some ideas as well? Yeah. So I think my number one thing is I want to praise God more. Like, I feel like when I pray, usually I do one of two things. I'm either thanking God for something good that's happened or is happening in my life, or I'm asking God for something Mm -hmm. for myself or for someone else. And those two things are great, but I need to praise God too, just for who he is. Just recognize how awesome he is and just how powerful, how amazing. Like I'm just throwing a bunch of buzzword adjectives out there, but there's, there's like no human word to describe the greatness of God. I, I like, I was just, I Googled, <laughs> Google the Bible verse, Bible verses about God's greatness and, and about praising him. And one that I really liked, uh, was Isaiah 25, one Lord, you are my God. I will exalt you and praise your name for in perfect faithfulness, you have done wonderful things, things planned long ago. I, I just I just want to be more intentional about praising God. And sometimes that prayer could just be, God, you're awesome, man. You are awesome. Thank you for being awesome. <laughs> and as simple-minded as that sounds, I think God really appreciates yeah, that. And it's yeah. a good reminder for me, too. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, anything else that stuck that stuck out from the message that we want to hit on before we get out of here? Oh man, I feel like we did cover quite a quite a bit there. That we was did. that was awesome. I think it was a great message to start out uh, our new year as we're working on daily habits and and resolutions, whatever that may be for the new year. We can we can start everything off with prayer. I think that's awesome. Love it. Thank you so much, Can Kings, for listening in today. Uh, let's keep living our faith lives beyond Sunday. <laughs>